Welcome back to Diary of Crazy. It's your girl Brie, ready to unpack and process some stuff. Uh, first, just some housekeeping stuff. I do plan on doing that panel again, uh, or rescheduling that panel uh, about uh, the effects of abusive relationships and healthy relationships and a healthy lifestyle after um, an abusive situation. So, um, if you are interested in you um are a listener of my podcast and you'd feel like you want um you've been through um an abusive relationship and you want to share your experiences uh go ahead feel free to reach out to me i'll send you um some of the questions i'm planning on uh sending to the people on the panel my hope is to have live people on the panel but um maybe not happen but I am going to send questions out um to everyone who I am inviting and hopefully they'll send me their answers and it'll be like the last panel I did where I just read um the questions and answers so um that is the plan um it's gonna be in early August I still have yet to figure out exactly what date but um yeah so I'm gonna do that um again if you're a listener and you don't have me on any of my social medias, feel free to reach out to me through here and I can, um, we can connect. That would be really cool. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I have for that. So let's get to it. Um, today's topic is going to be about fat phobia. Um, and I know there's still a lot of fat phobia in like traditional society and things like that there is a movement towards body positivity and and things of that nature um but that's not really what I want to talk about today I kind of want to talk about um fat phobia towards myself and I don't know if other people who are heavier set like feel this or go through this or if this is just like my own issue but I wanted to share it and and maybe um kind of empathize sympathize with some friends if they feel this or um just know like open the door to people who maybe feel this way too that um you're not the only one and and other people are struggling and and if you don't then um maybe maybe you had in the past or whatever but I just kind of wanted to share my side of the story and um get my feelings out um this has come up a couple times in the last couple weeks actually it's come up several times in the last couple weeks um and I just felt like I needed to unpack it a little bit so that's what today's um show is going to be about so let's jump in um okay um I'm not sure where to start I think I'll start okay let's start at the beginning because I mean that makes the most sense right um so from a very very young age um we did not have a whole lot of money and my mom was a sing- and oh no she was not a single mom she was a stay-at-home mom um yeah sorry that's nothing against single moms either that was a, a brain process thing that was my bad um she was a stay-at-home mom and my dad was in the military but we did not have a lot of money, and, and the money that we had was used for um, some other things. I think that my parents, if they had different knowledge, they could have budgeted differently. And then some other things is no fault of their own at all that, like, um, they did the best they could with what they had. I'm My parents are not at fault for... Um, I don't blame them for anything. I just think um, they try their best. And I'm, and yes, they had some hiccups and, and there's some issues there. And, and I've, and it, but they tried their best with what they had. And they came from some not so great situations. So they did far superior than what they grew up around. So I'm very proud of them for trying. Um, and sometimes, this is completely off topic, but sometimes, even when we're trying to like falter the cycle of abuse and the cycle of like um just manipulative and and not great parenting even if you do better sometimes you still slip up and sometimes um the cycle 
lessons and lessons and it just takes time so um again my parents did the best they could with what like the circumstances they had I don't blame them for anything um they tried really really hard um but anyways so from a very young age um we didn't have a whole lot of money and then um again like I said the money that um we did have was was used in um other ways so I think um yeah um sorry I had a brain fart I apologize but a lot of the time growing up so like I was taught to keep my feelings inside and like to push them down push them down and like not let them show necessarily um I don't think it was a a, like a purposeful like you can't have feelings I, I mean sometimes like when when dad would um be uh deployed that's basically what they would tell us but that's a whole other can of worms but yeah so we like pushed our feelings down and and I from a very young age learned to eat my feelings um which of course when you don't have a lot of healthy food in the house and you eat your feelings and and you have a a super uh tumultuous relationship with food um you're gonna inevitably maybe have a um a pretty obese childhood in a uh, uh yeah so um yeah I was pretty pretty heavy set and there was growing up a lot of the food in the house 95% of the food in the house was all junk food and um back then when I was growing up junk food was cheap um we didn't have access to healthy food like we do now um and or cheap healthy food like we do now back then healthy food was not necessarily an option for people who lived on a budget um and I know today people are like oh no 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 but no like back then it it was not necessarily an option so we had a lot of junk food in the house which again that's what they knew they knew they could feed us with that so um and I ate my feelings and I ate my feelings hard and I so I was a a pretty obese child um for a lot of my childhood and then um which I got a lot of flack for and I think that's kind of where my own personal fat phobia might come from but like um so I was I was bullied pretty heavily for my size and it wasn't even just like the mean girls or like the jocks or whatever it was it was like my friends and my family and and I was bullied pretty severely for um my size and um and that puts a huge toll on you and and back then at that time I had um uh like binge eating disorder and um it was, it was pretty bad. I remember, um, yeah, I remember one time, I think I was in third or fourth grade, but, um, so one of the girls that was not very nice to me, her mom was a second grade teacher and she wasn't very nice to people in general. I, I think, I mean, I, looking back, she just seems very unhappy with her herself and her life and maybe she was taking it out on us or whatever but like she was not very kind to anyone um so but she just and again like I was going through a lot and I didn't I wasn't very emotionally intelligent either so like any like meanness or jokes or or just bullying per se like it hit me a lot harder so one time I was in third or fourth grade and I had a friend and her name was Emma and the girl who was being mean to us was like she was she did something ridiculous to Emma that day and um at so everyone went out to recess Emma and I had to finish something in study hall and then we were allowed to go out to recess actually I think I owed time in study hall for talking but again that's a whole other can of worms um so instead of going straight out to recess 
we stopped by her mom's room and we told her mom what she was doing to us and we told her that she was being mean and she was saying all these crude things about us and like making comments about my weight and saying like things about um I mean I honestly don't even remember what she was saying about me to, I mean I I truly don't <laughs> but so we we told her mom and then um we went out to recess and mind you I do not know if this girl if her mom ever like got on her or if she ever got in trouble I do not know however Emma and I got in trouble for going to a grown-up and telling them that we were having a problem with this grown-up's child and hindsight yeah we interrupted class and it was like timing wasn't great but we had gone to other grown-ups previous to this and they had done nothing so emma and i thought if we went to this girl's mom maybe something could be done so again i don't know if this girl got in trouble i don't know it i don't know but we got in trouble and then the girl picked on us more like it was like a retaliation thing. So I learned at that point just to deal with it, just to like try my best to ignore it and keep eating. So that was that was my response is just keep eating. So I just ate my feelings. And like I remember I think we were in sixth grade and um, I I don't know. I don't know if I had just gone through the line of lunch or I'd brought my lunch that day. But anyways, I went to sit down with like my friends, um, who by the way, fuck y'all, because none of y'all were fucking friends. But anyways, um, <laughs> whatever. That's again another. But so I went to sit down with them, and I went to sit at the table, and they all of them, and we sat at those circle tables in the cafeteria, and they like made this this noise and like all jumped away from the table and like said that when I sat down there was an earthquake and for a person who is already emotionally unstable who clearly is like going through a major eating disorder um and probably some pretty severe depression and anxiety and and like self-esteem issues like the fact that your friends um, decided that doing an earthquake in front of the entire fucking lunchroom when you sat down at the table was a good idea. Okay, fuck y'all. Like, what? Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then, um, and then I don't remember when this was happening, but basically my sister and I and my mom all got into this massive ass fight. And so the fact that, um, so I'm the mouthy child, right? Clearly I have opinions and words and I, I have a fucking podcast. Like let's, um, we knew it was going this way. Anyways, I was the, the spitfire, the holy attitude, the you fuck with somebody, I'll fuck with you right back, like, I was dying on the inside, but I was damned if I was gonna let somebody else hurt somebody I cared about, so basically, we all got in this big ass fight, and it was probably over clothes, because that was a pretty hefty argument in my house growing up, um, about the clothes I chose to wear, and, um, what was appropriate for my body, and, um, but basically we are all arguing and, and so this goes, my mom in turn ended up calling me a two-ton Tessie. And again, my mom went through hell as a child. Hell. I feel like her mom hated her. Like it was bad. Her mom would call her every name in the book. So... My mom tried really, really, really hard to protect me from that. And I think with me being the spitfire and the pushy and sassy one that I was, um, 
it really didn't help that fact. So one day I pushed her too far and she came back at me. And that's when she called me that. And granted, okay, she's a mom. She probably shouldn't call her kid that. Right. But, um, yeah, she just, like, it was an argument. Is the heat of the moment. Don't blame her at all. However, <laughs> then it was taken and that just became something that, like, it stuck. And as a grown-up now... Again, I understand, like, my mom went through hell. Back then, I had no idea. Um, and I didn't understand what my mom was trying to do. She was trying... She was trying to be a good mom. And... Um, but even sometimes, when you're trying to be a good parent, or trying to be a good human, sometimes it fails. Because we're all human. We're not perfect. Um, but that stuck with me a lot and like her comments about what I would wear and, and people's comments in general, not just my mom. Cause my mom wasn't the only one. Her sisters would do the same thing. And, um, the family would make comments about my weight and my eating and things like that all the time. Um, and I think, I don't remember who it was from, but like my family in general, struggles with eating disorders and somebody in my family is the one who taught me how to count calories and like do all the exercising and who ended up not necessarily pushing me um um to anorexia but like I learned the knowledge in the in the grooming to go from a from binge eating to anorexia so but that comes later in the story but, like, my family struggled a lot with it. So, like, the fact that I had an eating disorder and it wasn't the one that they were used to seeing. Um, I feel like we all could have known. But, again, back then, like, it was different. It's not the same as it is today. Like, I think my generation, when when my group of cousins has kids and, like, the group of cousins that has kids right now, like, as we grow we can change some of that behavior and we talk about changing some of that behavior like now that we're all adults um but like back then nobody knew we were just like shooting the shit and and people they didn't understand the impact of their words and and like the true impact of like what I was feeling on the inside because again like I was taught to hide my feelings and um I was really good at it I'm still pretty good at it but um yeah so all of that going into being obese and being afraid to do all of these things and and wear all these clothes and being made fun of and 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 being told that I was too big I was I was I was um yeah I was too much um definitely took a toll on me and then watching like just the because back then it wasn't about body body positivity. If you weren't skinny, nobody liked you. If you weren't skinny, you were worthless. If you weren't skinny, like you couldn't do anything with your life and you were just kind of open to uh people being an asshole to you. And um like honestly, Oprah Winfrey is the only fat person I remember being famous back then because, okay, maybe Rosie O'Donnell, but she was going through some shit back then too because of her crass comments. But I don't like generally know any like fat famous person from back then. And like being fat was very bad. And yes, while it's normal to be overweight, it's normal to be heavier it's normal to have a different body shape that wasn't the mentality back then so like that stuck with me a lot um so fast forward to the summer before my um sophomore year of high school it started probably towards the end of my freshman year but it got really bad over the summer um to the point where I would like lost the ability in my legs I was barely able to walk I couldn't lift my own, I could not get dressed by myself, like, um, we were at Girl Scout camp, and my sisters had to dress me, and put my shoes on, and, and I was 
barely functional but we couldn't figure out why um and I just like slept all the time I wasn't hungry I was losing weight rapidly like we couldn't figure out what was going on and um I again lost pretty much all function of my legs that summer and I ended up in a wheelchair and um the first couple months of school and it was like really bad and finally we figured out that I had a uh, rheumatoid and um we got in and got treatment and things like that but I'd lost 70 pounds and so I got all this attention all of a sudden because I had lost 70 pounds and I looked good and like so I started to fit into like the the more um like normalized society of having a smaller body like mind you I was still um I was like in a size 10 12 so I was still bigger but like I was not the 18 that I like that I was that I am um so um yeah so I was like in a 10 12 and I lost so much weight and I like um people started to pay attention to me um I always had a thing with boys before that like I needed boys to validate that I was a good human but um it got worse and um so my junior and senior year because I got all this positive attention um from losing so much weight I was obsessed with keeping it off and getting smaller and so I was like counting my calories every single day I was doing the math to figure out like how um how much I could eat in order to still like I got hardcore um like into tracking and I was working out so heavily like my body was not getting any nutrients at that point like again like I was still heavier I still ended up like being a 10 I think I got down to a nine at one point but like I was still I looked normal um but like I was so unhealthy and I'll like look back at my senior pictures and pictures like I posted this picture on Facebook I think it was this summer between my junior and senior year of like I had um these the stupid Sophie shorts on and like a youth a a youth large t-shirt and I was so proud of myself and like looking back I was so unhealthy but I was so obsessed with the vision of of people liking me because I was finally skinny enough or I was finally small enough to start fitting into the cool kids group and like I was finally like pretty or or like acceptable um so I was obsessed and it was bad um and again like I said like it came to a point where like I stopped eating I mean I would eat probably once a day but it wouldn't it would I'd probably eat like 500 calories if that um and so that kind of carried on into my freshman year of college and um I found this friend and looking back I should have totally known but she too is like anorexic and I think she may have been bulimic also but like we kind of just um gravitated toward each other like we had some similar personalities um but like she was super heavy into working out and I was like oh I can do this and like so um yeah we started working out together and, and and doing that and um we were both struggling like with eating disorders at the time and neither one of us really knew it uh I mean she may have known that I was but <laughs> I didn't know that she was um and then um I did this this presentation on like binge eating disorder in my health class and somebody made like a snide comment about um like oh and at the end of the present okay so at the end of the presentation I did like a uh 
uh, like a borf, a borf before and after. And so I think at my heaviest in, um, like growing up, I was 230. Um, but I was like a roly poly 230. That, again, that's my fat phobia. But I was like very, very round. And I think like the traditional, um, like name for it is like being like apple shaped or or pear shaped I think it was more apple shaped but um or like oblong I don't know anyways like I was very very round so I had like no shape to me um and I had like this very very puffy face and um like these chunky swollen cheeks and to me when I look back I look like I look like a chipmunk but again that's me being fat phobic and and bitching about my body and things like that so um so I did I did a before and after and um it was like 230 to I think at that time I was like 175 um but whatever and um one of the one of the guys in the back made some comment about um me getting weight back so that kind of sent me down this spiral into like I started working out two times a day. I got like harder on counting my calories and then I was like, "Oh, well, it's kind of the natural order in my family to go and join the military." So I tried to go and join the military, but I couldn't make weight. So and I couldn't make tape at the time. So the recruiter told me that I had two weeks and I needed to saran wrap my stomach and my legs um and like everywhere I went and then only eat like chicken and broccoli and like a small grain but it had to be like oh I don't know but like he gave me this very like strict thing and I had already been like not doing so hot and then so I told um the girl that I spent a lot of time with and worked out with and stuff, I was like, uh, hey, like, I need to do this. So we started doing more two-a-days and harder two-a-days. And, like, I, yeah, was in a very, very bad place. To be told that, like, you're still, um, too fat, you're still, like, um, not good enough for something that you thought that you really wanted to do, like, just kind of pushed me down the rabbit hole a little harder. So even when I was skinny, I was still too fat to do the things I wanted to do. So that kind of put another dampen on it. Um, and then, um, Fast forward to my senior year of college. I was dating this guy. Um, we grew up together. Like, we were friends growing up together. And um, our relationship lasted way longer than it should have. And I think it was more so, like, we loved each other because we grew up together. And we were really close. And we just wanted things to work. But neither one of us knew how to, like, communicate um, or articulate, like, hey, this really isn't working out for us, we're, yeah, but, um, so it lasted way too long, and then it ended up, like, ending in a really shitty way, um, and I kind of went through a small hoe phase before, um, my partner and I ended up, like, reconnecting, and, um, very quickly, it was probably, um, so my ex and I broke up in May, um, and then my and then my partner and I ended up going on like a mini vacation just as friends um, at the end of June, um, and then very quickly he moved in with me. But that was a that was a whole other thing. And so um, my partner at the time had been through a horrific breakup and he was not doing very well mentally either and I was not doing the greatest um so we were just fuck buddies for a while but he had like just moved in with me so he was like my living fuck buddy um but yeah because we were so both depressed and like mental health wise neither of us were uh doing the greatest we ate out 
two, three meals a day. Um, so I very quickly gained a hundred pounds, um, back. And after I had done like all this work to like stay skinny and, oh, well, I had gained quite a bit of weight when I, uh, got pregnant and I like had a hard time getting it off. And I was just like, so I had gained a little bit of weight, like, um, and like retained a lot of weight from when I was pregnant, but between, um, I'd still gained like probably, I don't know, I'm, I'm give or take like 280 pounds, give or take 10 pounds, um, now. So from my freshman year of college to now I've gained probably a hundred pounds. Um, but anyways, so my partner and I, um, we ate out like two to three meals a day and which, I mean, eating out has, dude, so I kind of went back down the, the binge eating path and it was really bad and, um, but I didn't care because I was so depressed and so not in love with myself. I literally hated myself. Um, and care. And now that I'm in kind of a, a healthier position, I still like have those, those thoughts and comments where I'm like, like, so it started, um, last week or the week before I asked my friend at camp, I said, Hey, do I weigh too much, um, to jump on the jumping pillow? And there's like this I don't know if you know what a jumping pillow is, but it's like this, it's like a bounce house with no walls. So like the pillow is in the ground. So it's like a bounce house with no walls. And I, and I asked her and I said, Hey, am I like, am I too big to jump on the jumping pillow? And she said, no. And she was like, and then the, there was a couple other people around and they're like, dude, Brie, like 25 girls jump on this at one time. Like there's no way that you weigh too much. Like, I don't even know why you would ask that question. And, um, so that kind of started the spiral of me thinking about like how fat phobic I am of myself. Um, because again, like I'll go around and like, I love to hide people up. Like I think the, the body is beautiful and I think everyone deserves to feel beautiful in their own body. Apparently, except for me, (laughs) um, but, like, yeah, so I'll tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, you look great, you da-da-da, and we're not going into more details, but, like, for me to, like, still feel like, okay, so the other day, I was getting in the shower, and, um, again, so my partner and I do not have the most traditional relationship, because it was built on, like, a friends with benefits situation and then like just kind of happened but like um and I've always been really self-conscious of my body around him like um even in high school I was really self-conscious of my body but again that was because everything in high school and like um so I was getting in the shower and then like so I'm still really weird about, like, covering up and, and, like, showing my body, and I, like, (sighs) my partner, just for reference, is probably 165 pounds soaking wet on a good day. Um, he has a lot of muscle, but he's very skinny, and he presents, like, a scrawny, so people make comments about, like, Oh, you're going to crush him. Are you going to do this? So I think like, and that was back in the day. Um, and he was smaller back then, but, um, so now like those comments are still kind of like stuck in my head. Um, because again, like I said, I'm 280, give or take 10 pounds. Um, yes, I have a lot more muscle and, and things of that. And like my body makeup is different. Um, but like, I still am very overweight. Um, and I just get scared and I like I I feel like I'm too big or I'm I'm 
I'm not able to do something because of my size. Like, um, when, when B and I went on vacation, one time we went to, uh, we went to Six Flags and like it hurt my hips to sit in one of the roller coaster things because, and because, um, like I was getting too big and, um, we sat on like the Superman or whatever and the guy couldn't get it buckled because I was, I was too round in the front and like, and that kind of takes a toll on you. So like when I ask somebody if I'm too big to do something like, it's frustrating that I have to do that or that I have that mentality that like I can't do something because I'm heavier or I could break something like and that's also my biggest fear is like I don't I think it was summer it was either 2020 it must have been 2020 I was holding my friend's baby and I sat down on a bench and I broke the bench with the baby in my arms like so to have that happen to you in front of all these people and yeah all those people cared about me and like we joked about it but like the end of the day it still hurt it was very embarrassing like my weight had nothing to do with the bench breaking and I understand that I do but like also deep down like you feel like because you're heavier that it's your fault or that people blame you like what if her baby would have gotten hurt and I'm I'm thankful that she didn't get hurt but when things like that happen the first thing I think of is my weight and and it's not necessarily um the fault of the other person like the the superman thing it 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 was literally the the seatbelt it had nothing to do with my weight the seatbelt was like messed up or something and so I had to switch seats because that seatbelt wasn't long enough it had nothing to do with my weight. It had nothing to do with the the guy who was trying to help me. It was literally just that the seatbelt wasn't long enough, but I saw it as like, I'm too fat for this ride. And again, the hip situation, um, I just have wide hips. That has nothing to do with the ride. I could have switched seats, um, to a different seat. Like, but in my mind, I'm too fat. And like, so I'm scared of certain things and doing certain things in the world because, like, of my weight. And sometimes it's really hard for me because I want to show people that it's it's great to be whatever size you are. It's You can be happy. It's great as long as you're, you're healthy in your way and... and you're trying and and things like that then fuck your weight like and I understand that like my weight is a lot I understand there's some health things that I need to do and I'm trying but that's just the thing I'm trying but if like I haven't grown or anything like that like if I go through another phase I'm afraid that I could fall back into either eating disorder. I could fall back into a lifestyle that I don't really want to go back down that road. But I'm so scared of how other people look at me still that I, like, will make snide comments about my weight. Or I'll, like, go out of my way to not do something because of my weight. And I just live in this bubble of... I'm heavy, so I can't do it. And I hate that because I want to be an example for people. I want to, like, remember, like, I do this because I am a role model. I do this because I've been through the shit. I do this because I don't want people to have to feel the way I felt. And the fact that I still am afraid of my weight. The fact that I still 
have a really hard time making not making snide comments i i still struggle with um sometimes watching what i eat and sometimes not being hungry and like having to force myself to eat and like um having to force myself to stop eating because that's another issue i have sometimes too is like um just because the way my cycle runs the only time i'm like hungry hungry is when i'm on my period so like sometimes i still have to like force myself to stop eating so like watching these habits scares me and and i while i'm really glad that like society is moving more towards like a body positivity movement and like loving the body you're in and and like health is more important than than anything and i want to be an ambassador for that i do and i feel like sometimes i am um especially like when i do arthritis bible i feel so empowered and i feel very like in my my goal is to empower other people and and to help people with chronic pain disorders and things like that but like then I kind of feel like I have the imposter syndrome a little bit because I'm so scared of my own weight and how my weight can affect others in my life um or like how I feel in my body um and it's hard because while you you've learned to love yourself and your and your life and your body you still have this little girl again locked under this rock who's who's begging and dying to like being taken care of and 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 be shown love but she's still there and like she's inching her way out slowly um but she's still there and i hate that like that's where i've just gotten stuck and i and i don't know what brought it up this last couple weeks but I'm just really sensitive about my weight these last couple weeks and I like I'm very bloated I've been very uh bloated most of the summer and a lot of it is like my body is swollen because it needs the medicine um to get my rheumatoid back in in into remission but I haven't been able to get that so I'm just swollen and and bloated and and so I look heavier but also um because I haven't been able to move the way I wanted to move like I haven't been able to work out the way I want to work out and like my body is too tired so like I think deep down like I'm scared that I'm failing because I'm getting heavy again and I don't want or at least I appear heavy again, and I don't want to let people down, but I especially don't want to let that little girl down, because she didn't deserve to be bullied, she didn't deserve for her friends to pretend that there was an earthquake, she didn't deserve for her mom to call her names, or her mom to make comments about her clothing, she didn't deserve to hate herself so much that only a man could validate her feelings and like she didn't deserve that and I don't deserve that now so I hate that like I'm still so scared I hate that I'm afraid of relapsing I hate like it's just hard And while I love, again, I love that society is trying to go in a better direction and, like, there's more, um, there's more, um, like, representation for different types of body styles and there's more representation on how to get healthy, on, on, on education around, um, getting healthy food on a small budget. There's, there's, there's options now and I love that, um... But I wish I could get out of my brain and just be like, dude, like, you've come very far. You know these things. You're working hard. You're doing your best. And, like, but sometimes I just get stuck in this this rut of, like, I'm too fat. I'm not good enough. I am going to 
like, I don't, it's just really hard, and I don't know, and, like, people, okay, and I said this wasn't gonna bother me, but I think it bothers me because I'm hormonal, but apparently, there was this girl, and I had injured my, like, I popped my finger out of place, or, like, popped out of place, and I put it back in wrong, and so this girl was talking and making rude comments about how I was pretending because I didn't want to go do whatever, and, like, the fact that that people still make comments about people's abilities and things like that, I think is why I'm super sensitive right now, too, is because, like, well, yes, probably, like, that girl growing up who was just very unhappy and not very nice in general because she was probably unhappy and going through her own shit and just projecting it on everyone else. Words still hurt. And I wish that we could teach people to be more cognizant of the fact that words hurt and, like, what we say... And what we do to people, to especially people who might be struggling with, like, self-esteem and stuff, is important. Because, like, (laughs) so much trauma and so much hatred for somebody's own self is a lot of times tied to our body image. And I hate that, like, even when I'm, I love myself, I still struggle with, like, being scared of because of my body image. And, like, I still kind of backtrack a little bit and go into where I struggle with self-esteem because of my body image. Like, and because of my weight. I don't like that. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to um, anybody I'm being a role model to. And it's not fair to the little girl within myself that I promise that I do better for so yeah I'm gonna try harder (laughs) um I don't know what I I know a lot of my stuff right now is medical and I need to get my medical stuff under control and then once I get my medical stuff under control I can go back into working on on continuing to make my body healthy for me and healthy enough to like sustain life and things like that but um right now I think it's just hard because like I'm making my own comments towards myself and I'm just disappointed in like the way I look at the moment because of my medical shit so but yeah so that's all I got for you today um yeah so, I know, I, I follow this girl on, on um, Facebook Reels, and she, I think, I think she started at, like, 600 pounds, and she's down to, like, 400 or something, but she looks so good, and she's trying so hard, and she's, like, very happy with herself, and she's, like, um, going through um, all of the feels that come with um, being heavier and changing, and, like, she at least appears to be doing it in a very healthy and, like, um, slow and safe way for her, so that's, that's good, because I'm hoping, like, because the way she, she boasts about it and the way she shares, it, um, kind of helps with my fat phobia a little bit and, like, being braver and, and saying, like, hey, I'm here, but I'm trying, um, so I think it's nice that we have these role models and, and, um, people are raw and and real about like dude sometimes I fucking hate this but I'm trying and I think just having the mentality of like I'm gonna do my best because at the end of the day it's all we can do um and I think while yes sometimes I'm still scared because I'm heavier I'm still scared that I'm not good enough because I'm heavier But at the end of the day, I also know that I'm amazing. 
and I've overcome a lot, and I'm a fucking badass, bro. Like, and I have little wins every day. Yesterday, I folded the entire laundry room worth of clothes, um, and I have a laundry room floor. Like, I do have wins. I cleaned my best friend's bedroom out and made it ready for her to, like, come back and stay at my house. Like, I have little wins. And I'm really proud of, like, the progress I've made. And I know I'm scared. And that's okay. But I also want to get to a point where I stop hating myself for being scared. I want to get to a point where I can not have to feel like it's my fault that something doesn't work because of my weight. Or that something breaks because of my weight. And I just... I just want to not be scared of showing the world of who I am because of my weight. Um, But I'm working on it. And sometimes I'm really good about it and sometimes I'm not. Like right now. But I'm going to work through it. Um... But yeah, that's all I have for you today. I'm really... (laughs) Um, But, uh... Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh... Sorry. Um... Thanks for joining me. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried. But most of all, I hope... Um, you two were able to unpack and process some stuff. Um, next week, we're going to... Or not next week, on Wednesday, I think I'm either going to talk about the peace thing. Because it's still bugging me, so I might actually talk about it. Um, yeah, I probably will. There's a couple of other things I have on my list that I kind of want to talk about. Um... But I don't know. So we'll see how the the next couple of days go. And we'll uh, let you know. But uh, again, thanks for joining the crazy. Um, I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.